one of the greatest things we heard, I don't know about you, is about hundreds of people coming to, to know Jesus. And that's the greatest miracle on the planet. Sometimes we have a tendency to look at things that we want to see something, a move of God. If he heals somebody or if someone's leg grows back in the proper place. But we all know that's a temporary thing on this side of earth. Uh, because at the end of our life, it's called thing called death. But one of the greatest miracles there is that we need to celebrate even more, that the angels celebrate when someone's life is completely transformed because they pass through death into a new life. They go from life to life, and it's permanent. It's forever. And who does all that? Who does all the work on that? It's called the Holy. His name is the Holy Spirit. In some of your, your um, backgrounds, you probably hope the Holy Ghost, depending on where you come from. But it's the Holy Spirit. And that's what we're going to talk about today, the unshakable power of the Holy Spirit. Going to answer three questions because it's a misunderstood thing about when you're talking about supernatural and how God has put that together, but that's part of our lives. We're going to talk about who He is, um, what He does, and how can we engage Him daily? How can we experience Him? And those three questions I want to answer as we go through this today, through our, this, uh, this message. Uh, one of the greatest things is the Holy Spirit's always around us. How many felt worship was amazing? This is God showing up. Let's just pray. Father, I ask you right now in this moment, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. We thank you, Lord, for the great report of people getting born again in, in uh, Mexico and born again, Lord God, through our youth, Father. I thank you, Lord, that we're part of a bigger kingdom, your kingdom, God. Thank you so much for what we experience and what we will continue to experience. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you are guessing, you've been coming, haven't been coming, you've been coming for a while, but you're not a member what you just saw today was basically uh, we're part of a larger group of churches, ministries called Every Nation. And we have a North American team. We got regions all around the world. Then we have our regional team. What you saw with our, our um, Baja trip, we've had our North American churches. Over 140 people converged down into Baja and built a church and build a parsonage and then get and uh, worship in that church and watch people come. You watched our youth. When they go on trips, they get to go with our region. We have a region of churches here in Texas, which is amazing, and they get to go, and they just not only meet Jesus, they get to meet friends for a lifetime. And they meet people in Midland, all the way from Dallas and all the areas, and all the places in Texas, they meet friends that will just trans, and they keep each other accountable, and they can't wait to get back. I want to thank the parents that, uh, who sent the children, and those next year, don't be afraid to send them. Don't be afraid to send them to our children. When we have our children, they meet friends from this age, and they all go from this camp to the next camp, to the campus, to missionaries. Come on, somebody. And that's what the Holy Spirit does. So don't be afraid of doing that. It's about reaching people and building community. And we're seeing God doing amazing work, which takes us into this. When we talk about the unshakable power, the Holy Spirit, the first thing, if you're taking notes, um, who is the Holy Spirit? First answer I want to give you, he is our helper. He is our helper. John chapter 14, verses 16 to 17. He says, I will ask the Father. He'll give you another helper to be with you. How I many said forever? Even the, uh, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. This is Jesus telling the disciples, I'm about to go die on the cross. I'm going to die, I'm going to rise back up, and I'm going to sit on the right hand of the Father, and I'm going to send the promise of the Holy Spirit. He's more than a thing. He's more than an entity. He is part of the Godhead. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. He is a person. 
He is called to help us. When you look at the word helper, it means parakletos, one call to one's aid. He's a counselor. He is a comforter. He's an advocate. Whenever the devil tries to tell you, try to accuse you before God, the advocate is saying, no, they're my child. He's an advocate. I love that. He's the source of all divine truth. One of the writers put it this way. He is reality. He is reality, which I love. I need reality, not fake. Amen? And he said, but the greatest thing is he's with us forever. Forever with us. And he's telling us it's going to happen. And he's leading them to Acts chapter 2. When the Bible says in the Old Testament, I'm going to pour my spirit upon all men. And we read about the account in Acts chapter 2. When, the, when the Jesus has ascended up to heaven, he said, wait, tarry, pray together up in the upper room. And I'm going to send the promise, the Holy Spirit. And he's going to come and he's going to do some work. And we read it. It's amazing. They're praying. All of a sudden, Holy Spirit comes like a mighty rushing wind. And there's fire. They said, look like fire. And everyone's tongues were lit up. And they start speaking in tongues. Now, I mean, you know, that's when you're talking about tongues, everyone gets a little nervous because that's spooky, right? But it really, it was for purpose. It was for purpose. It says, when it fell, they were speaking in unknown tongues. But a man from Asia was hearing the gospel through a man from Jerusalem. Every nation under the earth, every devout man and woman under the earth was at that what we call Pentecost. And they understood what he was saying. Like when they preached the gospel, in, even in looters. How many know our children got their own language? And we keep reading writing it. That's why we have Wikipedia. And they were able to understand the gospel. Same thing here. It's a man from, I'll just say this, a man from Chicago speaking to a Turkish man who has no English hears the gospel in tongues. And what happened? The result was 3,000 people got saved. Peter preached the greatest gospel on the planet, greatest sermon on the planet. Three people, 3,000 people were added to the church. Now, we think it's spooky because we focus on the tongues, but they're a gift. I don't have time to go through that. If you go to a life group, we can unpack that. But when you see it, you got to look at it. When you read Acts chapter 2, don't be scared of it. And don't say it went away. It didn't go away. I appreciate my brothers who have their own, their own actions. I'm not going to argue with them. But I don't believe God will give me a gift to say psych later on. So give them that gift. It's a gift. And what the Holy Spirit did, he came alongside Peter, who was just a fisherman came alongside Matthew, who was a tax collector. Remember, he's the guy who robbed people. And he came alongside, and his purpose was accomplished through, these, through the disciples. So it's not spooky. It's purpose. It's purpose. And how many know we need the power of the Holy Spirit to reach our generation? We need to have the power of God when we go to our state capital, wherever we go to speak in that area. So he's our helper. Come alongside. Comes with aid. As an aid. Divine truth at our disposal. And the same spirit that brought power back then we can have today. And all we have to do is ask. 
So all we have to do is ask. I love God. He makes it simple. Don't have to jump through a hoop. You just have to ask. What does he do? Do you know who he is? What does he do? He glorifies Jesus. John 16, 14 says this. He will glorify me for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. The Holy Spirit glorifies Jesus by declaring him to us. And then we glorify Jesus by making him known to others. That's how we glorify God. We make him bigger. The word glorify is a great word. So what does that mean? Make him bigger. Make him the point. Make him large. And we demonstrate who Christ is through us. That's how we glorify Jesus. We glorify him through our giving. We glorify him by our going. We glorify him by making him famous. And he gives us everything that the Father says we can have. And then we take it and we give everyone else what they need. Come on, somebody. And how do we do that? There's certain ways we do that. How about our new life? It's the first one. John 3, 5 through 8 says, Jesus replied, I assure you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and the spirit. Humans can produce only human life. What he's saying is you can't save yourself. But the Holy Spirit gives birth to the spiritual life. So don't be surprised when I say you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it wants. And you in Texas, you know that that's true. Just as you can hear the wind but can't tell where it comes from, where it's going, so you can't explain how people are born of the Spirit. Let me tell you about the new life. How many people you know or friends you have knew you before you knew Christ? How many were surprised to see where you are now? You're not the same person that grew up in New York. Praise God. How'd you change? I just have to tell you, his name is Jesus. How did he get in there and change you? Did you, did, you go to, did you go to Sunday school? Did you do it? No, 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 no. Uh, Titus 3, 5 says, The Holy Spirit came inside of my depraved, fallen body, and he regenerated my soul, regenerated my spirit, and brought things into a new life. Amen. I love regeneration. He, takes, he doesn't um, restore the old. He makes something new. And then you, after you ever been, when you first gave your life to Jesus, how confused you were? Because you notice that before you were born again, you sinned, it didn't bother you. Then you're born again, you're like, I hate that. Well, because some people say, you know, my life was better before I got saved. That's because you didn't know what you were doing. Now you reckon, this is the way you act to those people? Oh, man, I need to be discipled because I'm about to have a dual personality. <laughs> We're talking about our new life. When people see us, see Jesus, see a miracle. That I passed through death. Nothing like going to a, a saint's funeral. We ain't crying that much. We miss them on this side, but I tell you what, we'll see them on the other. Next thing is our empowerment and mission. We have a new mission. Before Christ, I had my own mission, me. Now it's others. Acts 1.8, we talked about doing worse during our tithing and offering. But you will receive who? Power means dynamite. Power. Dunamis, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, this is what I'm talking about, the baptism, you and you, uh, you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. You want to circle to the ends of the earth because we're still writing the book. Let me give you a new chapter. Baja, hundreds of people came to Jesus. Another chapter. Texas, 
the children, I mean, the youth came to church. End of the earth. We're at the end of the earth. And we're still writing the book. People are still giving their life to Jesus. We're still witnessing. And it's amazing. We receive power for purpose. Now, did you see these guys? Were these guys pastors? Were they professional ministers? Were they campus pastors? No, they were people. In fact, they were lower than we were. They were fishermen. No one invited them to the party. If you're a tax collector, they didn't want you in the house. Why? Ordinary people empowered to do extraordinary work. That's each and every one of us. It's not my personality. It's the power of God. <laughs> I'm not good enough. Someone needs to show up and help me. You know, I love guys when they say, you know, Christianity is a crutch. No, it's not. It's a wheelchair. I need all the help I can get. Do I need to depend on him and lean on? Yes, I do. Every single day. Amen? Amen. It's about. So when you look at that and you say, Pastor Rich, you know, what's my calling? Uh, Acts 1.8. I know, but tell me the real one. <laughs> Acts 1.8. I've been to Bible school. Yeah, Acts 1.8. You receive power? Now witness. Well, I want something special. Acts 1.8. Doesn't get no special than that. I went to school. My, my instructor took me all through the Bible. I, I found out just recently, Daniel was 82 years old when he was in, in, the, um, in, the, in the, um, the lion's den. 82 years old. I just found that out. Who cares? Acts 1.8. Right? I tell you, he was 82. You're like, so what? Acts 1.8. You don't lose that. That is your calling. Write it down. God, I'm glad you answered my question this day, Jan uh, July 9th, 2017, 11.41 and 33 seconds. I'm looking at the camera. You can tell. That's what it's about, guys. Ordinary people doing extraordinary work, empowered to do extraordinary work. Next thing is not just our empowerment, our gifts and fruit. Now, 1 Corinthians, talking about the fruit that, I mean, the gifts that God, God's given the spiritual gifts to reach other people. 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 6 says, Now there are a variety of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are varieties of service, but the same Lord. And there's varieties of activities, but the same God who empowers them all. And every, everyone say everyone. So everyone who's a member of this church should be serving, right? Because you have a gift. So you can't go home and say, I'll pray about it. Can't do that, can you? Because you just read it, didn't you? Children's ministry, uh, I'm not, you're good at it. You'd be surprised. All you got to do is show up. Nine-tenths of winning something is showing up. Now y'all want to leave out. That's why everyone's at the back door. They're not letting you out. <laughs> Piles them all. Some of the gifts you're talking about in Romans 12, chapter 3 through 8, they said it's the, it the gifts from the Father. Ephesians 4.11, it says the gift from the Son. And then you get to 1 Corinthians, that's the gift of the Spirit. Three, head, three persons, one God, all gifts. For what? For the betterment of everybody. To help us here, each other, and then to help those who need help. Because you need a spiritual gift to show up downtown. If your company is in a jam, how many know you want the word of knowledge? 
at that moment, right? Oh, I need to, okay, we're stuck. What do we do? And God, you pray to God, he'll give it to you. We don't make it, we don't make it weird. How about our parents? We want to tell our children what's right and what's wrong, right? How many, I mean, how many agree with that? Come on, parents. Right, so we have a gift that we can engage. It's called discerning of spirits. Now, what we've seen before is spooky. Really, it's not. Miss Don taught me how to take a, a multiplication test. She said, you take out everything that's fault, multiple questions, test, multiple choice. Yeah, thank you. Going fast. She said, wipe out one that's half right, all wrong, and totally wrong, and only study what's real. Only study the truth. Discernment of spirits. Okay, well, someone said, Jesus is not Lord. But the Holy, I got God telling me to do this. Because I study what's real, I can tell you that's false. Oh, that's a gift? Yeah. I'm not looking for demons in all one of you, because every one of us have a demon. And we make it spooky. We make prophecy. <gasps> he wants us all to prophesy. Read the Bible. He'll talk to you. And if they need to tell, you need to tell somebody something, tell them. Don't tell them everything. Just listen when he tells you to tell them. It's nothing spooky. It's the gifts that he has given each and every one of us. But we made it so spooky. And like only the select few can have them. No. It's for everybody. It's for everybody. That's our gifts and fruits. They understand what's going on. Next one is our fruits. Galatians chapter 5, 22 to 23. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit. Oh, I love that. Of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Such there's no law. Nine of them. Now, the word fruit means karpos in the Greek, which means actions, deeds. But it really means this. Everything done in true partnership with Christ. The Lord worked living his life through others. Like he gets back to John 15, 5. Apart from me, you can accomplish nothing. How many agree with that? That's what he's saying here. That's what he's saying here. Because we live totally dependent upon him. Let me tell you what this looks out practically. Last week I got up and had to leave and get on the airplane. Heading to Arizona. And the staff and I, we challenged each other to read seven books this year. And we're reading and getting done. And I love to read when I'm on an airplane. And I get my, and Ms. Don loves to give me a, a window seat, and I love to read. And that means I don't want to talk to anybody. Well, I show up on my second flight, and I have the window, and there's a lady sitting dead in the middle. And she's, uh, she's feeling pretty good. I said, I'm like, yeah, you can move away. So I sit here, and she is just telling me everything about life. Now, usually when I'm with Miss Donna, they tell her everything. This never happens to me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been in a relationship seven months online. I'm about to go meet him now. I'm like, wow, really? I guess I got to share the gospel. And we're talking. I know you want me to leave. And I know you don't have to leave. Just keep talking. I'm just going to move over. The, the stewardess kept coming over. Ma'am, you can move over. No, it's okay. And she said, I know you want me to shut up. You want me to shut up. I'm like, no, it's fine. Really, it's okay. I want to hear because I want to hear what's going on. Well, she came up, told me she's Pentecostal, goes to a Pentecostal church. Her family was Church of Christ and how they have that friction, you know. Her Church of Christ's parents only have 40 people in it, and she's in Victory Church and having a great time, right? And she asked me this question. and says, uh, how many times, how many, how many, she said, how come 
when we say amen, we say it twice when we have the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Y'all like, uh-oh, that's one I never heard before. I said, well, they don't. We just do that to get a response. You only have to say it once. It's one God. Is that, is that what it is? It's been bugging me forever. Really. I thought it was more. I said, no, nah, I mean, really, it's just to say, you can say amen. Now, don't, don't push your friends too hard because they might throw you out. Anyway, but it's okay. And we talk, and then she falls asleep, and I read my book. Then she falls, wakes back up and wants to talk, you know. And then, well, everyone's around looking at it. And when people behind me have the front and people in front of me, they're singing the gospel out and the song because they're nervous because they're airplanes. That's why they were singing. And uh, so, yeah, you want to fly with us? Come hang out with us. And uh, so I'm getting off the plane because she changed, got her glasses on. She's going to meet a guy for the first time. She got her glasses on, put the stuff on. And, uh, and the story says, she said, you are a saint. Oh, my gosh. How would you do that? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And again, oh, she, before you came here, she was, I said, I'm sorry, you know, that's what, we, you know, that's what I do. Because she asked me what I was doing. So I was a pastor. And, oh, my gosh, you're such a great man. You're such a good man. Thank you so much. And she fell asleep a couple times. And da, 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 da. Let me tell you about the fruit of the Spirit. It's the fruit of the Spirit. If I wasn't working in the fruit of the Spirit, I would have acted like they did. And fruit is to be eaten by other people, not by me. And guess when God will test your fruit? When you want to read your book and you want to be by yourself <laughs> and you want to watch a good movie and that phone rings. Honey, I can't pay my... Oh, you, you got another problem. I'm not answering it. That's when it's tested. That's when it's tested. That's why we have to be dependent upon the Holy Spirit every single day. How do I experience them? Continuously be filled by asking God. We have to be dependent upon the Holy Spirit every day. Now, here's a simple thing we ask. Now, if you have never been baptized in the Holy Spirit, all you got to do is ask. You can do it in your life group. You can do it here this morning. But if you already, because we already have the Spirit as believers, every day we have to ask God, you're welcome here. You got to come. We got to spend so much time on our inner life so our outer life will shine like Jesus. Think about that. How much time do we spend on our outer life, our outer looks, our outer circumstances? The book I was actually reading was by Dr. Henry Cloud. He said this. The invisible life always produces a visible life. Life works on the inside out. We spend a lot of our time in the mirror, or we believe if I change a city, if I change a ministry, if I change that, I'll have better luck, or I'll have better uh, relationships, and it's not that. Because he says in his book, what we trip over is only 10% of our lives outside most of it we have to deal with in 90%. That's why the Holy Spirit's inside of us to change us. So at the, at the, the same environment. Now, if I wasn't walking with God and I got on that airplane, the same way I would have treated her the same way if I wasn't even walking with God. 
The same way you want to treat your husband, you treat your wife. If you're not walking in, in the Holy Spirit, you'll have a response of the flesh. You'll have a response that's not godly. And we spend a lot of our time doing that. And what happens is our inner life, spiritual life, determines our outer life. How much time do we spend in the mirror? How many versus how much time we spend in the mirror of my soul, the Bible, and the Holy Spirit? How do I know what's truth? Because it's in the it's in the Word of God. How do I know what's reality? Because it's in the Word of God. We trip over so much of the symptoms of people's lives, but we don't understand the spiritualness of the spiritual things of the night. A person who goes and gets drunk every day or gets high every day, inside they're a wreck. And we can try to prop them up on the outside, but on the inside, if it's not changed, it's not gonna, nothing's gonna change. Think about it. We've seen all those shows, the makeup and all that stuff. Put this all on and, and be like this. And when you look at, they look in the mirror, they don't see a difference because their insides are not being renewed or not being transformed. And every day, as much as I have to brush my teeth, as much as I have to get in the mirror and make sure I got hair not sticking out of places it shouldn't be sticking out of, I got to be in this word. I got to be in prayer. I got to be with the Holy Spirit so I can walk in the fullness of life. Romans 8, everyone stand. Romans 8, 5 and 6 says this, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. For to set your mind on the things of the flesh is what? Death. Spiritual death, natural death. But to set your mind on the Spirit is life and peace. How many want to experience life and peace? How many want to experience life and peace when we're in worship? It's next more than an hour and a half on Sunday. You can have that experience every single day. If it takes you 15 minutes to go to work, you can be in the presence of the Lord in 15 seconds. So we're going to end in the presence of the Lord and say, Holy Spirit, everybody just close your eyes and put your arms out. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. You are welcome in this place. Welcome in this place. Welcome in this place.